What's up, y'all? Welcome to Spiniverse. This is Rabbi Josh signing on for the last time this academic year. He, him pronouns, got your hell director. Uh, I'm Ryan. I was Goucher Hillel's Shabbat committee co-chair uh, this past semester. She, her pronouns. Uh, my name is Leah. She, her pronouns. And I am the outgoing um, co-president of Goucher Hillel. Leah is very outgoing in all ways. You know what I meant. <laughs> like leaving. Oh, I'm just trying to say something nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man this has been fun doing this with you guys this is our this is our rap sesh so we're not looking at a partial this week we're really just trying to kind of look back at the semester look forward you know what did you uh what did you enjoy about doing this what did you find challenging yeah um shockingly sarcastically i loved taking taking shots at god not gonna lie to you <laughs> Gave me a lot of joy. Um, but on a more serious note, like what that was, is just like questioning and trying to sort of get to the bottom of these religious texts that are super important to Judaism and what they mean. Yeah, I really enjoyed the opportunity to think critically more um, about texts, kind of bouncing off what Ryan said in a bit different language but kind of thinking more critically, because I think a lot of the time growing up and going to religious school and synagogue and that kind of thing, like when you're learning about the Torah, you kind of jump over some more problematic things, especially when you're a kid and now I'm like a young adult. Um, and you're just kind of like, the Torah is great. It has all these things. You should study this, this, and this. These are the important things that happen. And at least in my community and education, a lot of the time, the other things kind of jumped over. So I really appreciated the opportunity to like validate the things in it that I really resonated with. And I thought were really interesting while also having the opportunity and space to kind of speak more and think more critically about the things in the Torah or in Judaism that don't quite um, align with current values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think you guys, like you said, you didn't hold back, you know, you jumped in when there was something that you wanted to say. And I've appreciated having that conversation with you. Um, sometimes being the one who's presenting the text and, you know, the sheet, it often feels like I'm like, well, here you go. And I just want to make sure that the listeners understand that I'm, I'm not always, you know, I'm not defending it <laughs> necessarily. And I think that probably what you're bringing up is exactly right. You know, we're looking at a text that's 4,000 years old and it's, gonna be really difficult to apply its lessons exactly to our everyday life. It comes from a totally different um, previous kind of cultural perspective. And some would even say that like the religion, I'll, I'll throw something out there. It's a good kind of discussion. Is the religion of the Torah Judaism? At least as we understand it. I was actually going to make the comment also that's kind of related to that as one of the things I did really like was how we talked about. Um, and I think this is something that's really interesting in Judaism and about the different kinds of Judaism, uh, like the different denominations is how we apply things in the Torah written long ago in a very different time period, very different culture 
to today and how explicitly we do that and how those things align. Um, like I know we talked about that a lot when we talked about like animal sacrifices and that kind of thing. Like mm, this was written a while ago when it was the norm, but if say we had the temple, how would that align to kind of how we handle things today and how something like, like certain laws carry over, even though their context is no longer present. It's like the constitution to translate it for the modern day. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think Leah said it very well and I'll, I'll add on. Um, I think the Torah can, like, it does have some uses now, and there are parts of it that, like, really can kind of help us connect with modern-day Judaism, but it's also, like, I think it's really important to not, this is going to sound bad to a lot of Jews, to not let the Torah kind of dictate our lives. Like, to a certain extent, you know, yes, we have to follow, like, we follow a lot of its laws, but it's also, like, I don't necessarily think it's problematic, but it's something I've noticed that the way Judaism kind of revolves around the Torah has led to a lot of sort of separation within the Jewish community. Um, and I think I think the Torah should be remembered and like protected and respected, and it's a good like tool in some cases, but it's also like kind of important to keep Judaism modern and moving in some senses. Like, don't, I'm just basically trying to say, like, don't get too caught up in the Torah. Like, it was great, but we we have life now. And, mm -hmm. yeah. I think, kind of based on what you were saying, Ryan and Josh, something that I think about is looking at the main themes talked about in the Torah versus the smaller laws and things happening because you have like the theme of like kindness and respect and taking care of people who are less fortunate than you then you have some other li little random things but those kind of like larger thematic elements that are present in a lot of different ways and kind of emphasize more not just in the Torah but in other Jewish literature and other Jewish stories that aren't in the Torah and kind of looking at those larger thematic elements of Judaism rather than some of those things that could be fairly considered outdated and not relevant as now, but kind of those wider themes that do translate more yeah. to a more modern life and just kind of how you live your life in general. Well, I think it's two things. What you guys are saying remind me of a couple ideas one, uh, Mordechai Kaplan, the founder of the Reconstructionist Movement, you know, his, one of his famous quotes is, the past has a vote, but not a veto. Um, and I think, Ryan, that speaks a little to what you were talking about in the sense of not getting caught on only, you know, seeing Judaism as the, the religion of the Torah and being able to see evolution in Judaism as a part, a natural part of its evolution, as it, of its development. Um, and yet keeping it sort of in this sacred place. And, you know, I guess, Leah, that goes to your your point about the themes, the larger themes. The other piece is that we as a people throughout our history have never been about uh, reading the text on its own. Like part of what we've done, you know, in this podcast is 
we're adding our voices to a tradition of commentary, but also like the, the viewpoint, like the whole commentary thing. And we, and I've tried to bring that in here too, actually a number of midrashes and other, other kinds of things um, is that there is this whole body of commentary on the Torah that often sometimes takes the literal language of the Torah and twists it and turns it and tries to make it, you know, mean something else or adapt to a new context. And that that's part of Jewish tradition. Like that part of what we've been doing, I just want to validate fits within this larger frame of Jewish tradition of reacting to the text, understanding the text, reinterpreting the text, you know, in some cases rejecting the original intent of the text in order to frame a new Judaism. You guys also had to deal with, I think the portion that we've dealt with is probably the most difficult, like long section of the entire Torah, the entire book of Leviticus, the end of Exodus. It doesn't have almost any narrative at all. Right. So it's not stories that we can relate to and see ourselves in. It's a lot of laws and a lot of it has to do with sacrifice and things that are outmoded. And I think you guys did such an awesome job being able to still engage in some really difficult material and find, find meaning in it. Yeah. It's been really lovely to like have those discussions in a really constructive way and in a very like safe environment. Um, I've enjoyed it. I think it was kind of interesting that we had this section of the Torah because just like I said before, it has a lot of things that aren't um, talked about as much. So I feel like I had the opportunity to come in with like fresh eyes rather if we'd been reading like the like Bereshit or like more specifically like the story of Passover or that kind of thing because I'm not as familiar with it. It's not like stories I've always been taught about and that kind of thing. It was kind of easier to look at it in a in a new way and discuss because I wasn't as familiar with how it had always been talked about around me when I was younger. Yeah. Anything you felt like you appreciated learning in this um, that you took away from any particular session or just in general um, that you hadn't encountered before? I think with the Torah, you know, we, ha we have this whole holiday of celebrating getting through a book of it, or um, the whole Torah, rather. And I think that's really, like, special because every time we read the Torah, it gives us, like, an opportunity to pick out things or see things in a different way or, like, look at them differently. And I think that's just been, like, very, very constructive. Um, and it's also been, like, you know, I think these discussions are sort of like, not necessarily the Torah, but I think like the discussions that surround the Torah and the context, the contents of the Torah are a big part of what Judaism is and how Judaism is, I would say, special and unique. Um, so it's been really cool to challenge and question this super old text, but also kind like stay true to a big pillar of Judaism, which is learning and education and questioning. Absolutely. Yeah, Leah? I agree. <laughs> I liked how there was a variety of things I really, really felt I could connect to and really appreciated. Um, and then some things I was like, mm, this is a little out of date. Um, and like that kind of thing. I liked kind of having that 
mixture, I guess, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, kind of blanking to remember some of the very specific things. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of animals, sacrifice, slavery, Yeah, building well, a tabernacle, that whole thing. Actually, something that I also found interesting was kind of when you're younger and discussing the Torah, you don't talk about those things as much, but you often hear it mentioned like, oh, the Torah does say this, and it does say this negative thing, but like I'd never gone and read those things in the Torah. I just kind of like this problematic thing is in it. They mention it, and then they move on. Um, so I thought it was interesting to look at those in the context of the text and kind of see how it was framed rather than just kind of like hearing it was there yeah, and moving on to talk more about like stories and that kind of thing. Yeah, if there's anything I'd say I had as a goal there, it's, you know, that um, we don't really serve ourselves well by avoidance of problematic material. In fact, sometimes taking a look at it can take the fear out of it and can allow us to kind of encounter it and realize that we have power in relation to it and how we take it. Um, and I'm glad that you guys really felt that, you know, over the yeah. course Yeah, and time. I also like liked having that opportunity with other parts. Like you hear a lot, like the Torah says, love thy neighbor, the Torah says, treat others as you'd like to be treated. But it was interesting to see kind of where those larger ideas or thematic elements where they come from the laws that play into that where that's said and how it's said so i also really appreciated that like i really liked looking at those as well nice yeah oh i'm feeling very proud here that we were able to do this together and what you guys learned and took from it um this has been so much fun for me and i do hope we get to continue to do this um and i hope you get to do it on your own you know you guys, whoever's listening, like really, you know, it's in your hands. I will say this too, like we just finished the holiday of Shavuot. So Ryan, you're saying like holidays of celebrating, receiving the Torah. There's like two, right? So the Simchat Torah, where that's the end of our cycle, which I'm, I'm guessing that's what you were referring to. Um, and then Shavuot, which we just celebrated, which is like supposedly the time when we got the Torah. And we actually read the section about Shavuot when we were reading about the holidays and it says nothing about receiving the Torah because it's all about the first fruits of the land, you know? Um, but that's kind of an interesting juxtaposition in that the Torah is sort of a first fruit of Judaism, you know? And so like, it's like a part of our like harvest in the sense that we like our intellectual harvest that maybe we're offering to one another and that we're continuing to like serve up each year um, as we get into the, you know, summer when delicious fruits and other things are out in the, Farmers markets everywhere. I hope that we all get to partake. Yeah. Anything else, guys? Uh, no. Looks like Ryan and I may be making like a, like a Spinniverse Etsy shop. <laughs> all these interesting quotes. Well, I uh, think that would be amazing. So look out. It's all our free time. Look out in the uh, Spinniverse verse there. I just named our, our audience like world. <laughs> um, I guess just the Spinniverse. We don't, don't think there's the a large enough audience for an yeah, entire yeah. world. Right. You know, for, uh, for the Etsy products maybe forthcoming from Ryan and Leah, you know, for all you Spinniverse fans out there, let's get Chop those name. quotes on. Chop hey. name God doesn't have a uterus. <laughs> yes. What, what, what promotional products are we going to put such a wonderful phrase <laughs> A mask, a bucket hat, a t-shirt. 
a mug. Oh my gosh, a mug. That would be a nice mug. Yeah. All right. Write into us, you know, put comments on the podcast, folks. And if you really want these products, maybe we'll make it happen. You know, but this has been Spiniverse 2020-21 signing off. Thanks, everybody. Spiniverse is a production of Goucher Hillel.